Hello and welcome to another episode of the Promotion Playbook Podcast. If you haven't got a copy of the book, you can go to Amazon and buy a copy of the Promotion Playbook, a proven path to your fire department promotion. I'm your host, Josh Wells, and we're currently doing a series called Firefighter Fitness. And so the main focus of the Promotion Playbook is all about getting you ready for your assessment center to get your promotion to advance your career but we are, you cannot advance your career if your health is not in good condition. If you're out on a back injury, you're not gonna be able to participate in your assessment center. So you have to take care of your fitness, you have to take care of your health. And so I'm giving you, um, for the next few weeks, I'm giving you content to help optimize your health and your fitness and your vitality and your energy so that you can get the most out of life your career, your family, your faith, your finances, in all these other areas that matter. My own story currently is um, I'm only a few weeks away from taking on the challenge of running 100 miles in 31 hours. And it's a major challenge for me to take that on. And I wanted to share this journey uh, to help to, um, so it's not just me trying to boost my ego, but it's me trying to, um, a proven path concept is that how can I help others by taking on this big challenge? And I'm coming out with this, the, the main framework that I'll be presenting in the future is called the capacity pyramid. And it's this pyramid of um, how to optimize your energy and your health and your fitness, your vitality, hopefully so that you can go on and live a long, healthy, prosperous life. And not just go to get your promotion, but you can experience the best life has to offer. So today's topic, we're going to talk about these three questions that have come about as part of your development for a promotional test. So the three main parts of the promotion playbook is you have the stories that you tell yourself and others. So you got stories, you have the seven strategies, and the seven strategies is all about mindset and how you go about preparing for your promotion. And then we have the four skills and the four skills in the promotion playbook are study skills, speaking skills, writing skills, application skills. So those are the four skills that you must develop for your promotional test. Seven strategies are universal, so we will touch on the seven strategies and how to apply these seven strategies, not just to your promotion, but can also be applied towards a fitness goal of yours. If you wanna run a marathon or ultra marathon or take on, um, some physical competition, bodybuilding, whatever, the seven strategies are universal tools to direct your mindset and apply time and energy and effort to best optimize your attainment of whatever your goal may be. It can apply to your faith, your family, your finance, your fitness, or any other area of life. And then the story, so um, the story is what we're going to talk about today. And that if you're preparing for a promotional test, or if you want to get healthy or, or fitter, um, the, the point of story, and there's three questions that I'm going to talk about today, is that these questions help to identify your identity. Your identity is going to determine your whether or not you get an outcome, because we have this, this psychological need to stay congruent with who it is that we believe that we are. And so these questions help to uh, form our identity, and hopefully direct our identity to best serve us. 
You were born into this world under a certain family, under certain economic conditions, certain ethnicity. All that stuff in your background can be helpful or harmful, depending on how you take it. But the key here is to be relevant. So you need to create an identity, create it and enforce an identity that's going to serve you, not to enslave you. So here's an example from my current experiences is my, my current goal is to run 100 miles in 31 hours from Flagstaff, Arizona to the Grand Canyon. It's an ultra marathon and my past background is not the most supportive of this because going to college, I played football, I was a lineman and my physical fitness in the past consisted of lifting heavy weights, pushing people around, eating lots of food, and it was all about this strength and uh, kind of domination in short burst of energy and short burst of time. In some areas, this has been beneficial in the fire service, um, you know, because sometimes we need that strength for throwing ladders or for doing dummy drags or pulling hose or extrication or things like that. But as I get older, I'm currently 43 years old. And as I get older, I see that there's more benefit towards me having longevity and endurance and being more sophisticated and more smart, smart with my fitness. So starting in 2018, I went on this journey. 2018, I completed a full Ironman event. And then since then, I've done a 52-mile marathon and a handful of other marathons in between in preparation. And I've done the Grand Canyon, rim to rim to rim. So I've been taking on I did this charity event called the 11 summits, which raised, uh, we raised almost $200,000 for the nonprofit CASA. And so the point of this is that I've, I've, I've had to morph who I am because the college, the college lineman wasn't the identity that was going to serve me in doing, um, endurance events. So I'm doing endurance events and I, and I have to change my identity is that instead of being this big, strong, um, like powerful person, I need to kind of transform into being a um, more light on my feet, uh, better at running, better at endurance, better at distance. And so I've used this in my own, um, in the success that I've had so far of being able to complete an Ironman, doing a 52 mile ultra marathon. And then now the pinnacle of my endurance training is all about doing this hundred mile race and hopefully pulling it off. And if not, at least going for something big, um, if I don't achieve it, at least there's this growth that happened in the process. So it's not about the goal, it's about my growth and transformation in the process. So I'm hoping that you can relate to this. So the identity is if you're, if you're not fit, if you're not healthy, if you're overweight, you've got high blood pressure, maybe you're struggling with diabetes, depression, PTSD, there's a whole host of, of health challenges that is the fire service and first responders are facing. Our sleep isn't good. Um, a lot of times our diet isn't good. Sometimes family situations can be chaotic. Um, the work conditions can be horrendous. And so if you've started your career and you have a certain identity of being, uh, you know, being a good firefighter means that you have to get by with only a few hours of sleep per night. You have to drink five rock stars a day. You have to um, eat a ton of, of uh, processed food and meat, and you just grind it out because of sheer ego or sheer willpower. Chances are, once you start hitting your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, your 90s, that lifestyle, those lifestyle choices of just trying to grit through things 
it's probably going to catch up with you. And so the identity that I hear from a, a lot of people that I'm around that I've worked with is they're like, hey, you know, once you hit 30, you're going to start to notice you slow down. I didn't believe it. That wasn't the case for me. Okay, once you hit 40, you're going to, um, things start to fall apart. Your back hurts, your knee hurts, you're tired, you're this. Okay, I have yet to see that. I turned 43 this month and I'm going to run 100 miles. So I don't believe it. I don't believe that just because you age means that you have to um, digress with your health and fitness. Now, I'm not oblivious to the fact that with age comes different challenges. But my identity is that as I get older, I get smarter, I get more flexible, I can increase my endurance, and I continue to grow and improve my fitness, even though my body is obviously going to age, eventually my time's going to pass. But that doesn't mean that I'm just going to accept um, poor lifestyle choices that are going to accelerate that aging. So the three questions that help to identify your identity. So the first one is who? The next one is what, and the third one, oh, so um, who, I'm sorry, it's who, why, and what. Who, why, what. Who, why, and what. And I'm, I challenge you to consider these three questions and apply them to how you're currently going about your, if, you, if your main focus right now is a promotional test, then apply that to this. Um, apply these questions to your promotional test. If you are intrigued by this conversation around health and fitness, then I would challenge you to look at it here. And for the context of this recording, we're going to focus on fitness. So the first part is, who are you? So I mentioned already is that my past identity was that I'm a, I'm a large, I'm six foot four. In the past, I weighed almost 270 pounds. I was a football lineman and I was strong and I was um, able to move a lot of weight and push people around. And it served me well to have the extra weight then. That being said, I didn't have all that much speed, so it may have benefited me in the past to maybe lose a little bit of weight and get a little bit faster. But my identity was like big, strong guy. Um, that way I can, I can uh, make things happen. I can be successful at football. If anybody tries to mess with me, I could a good chance I could beat them up. And it was kind of this protection thing of this identity is like, hey, starting off high school, I was skinny um, and I was not very not very athletically gifted starting out. So a big story of my identity is that, hey, I learned my, my, after my freshman year of getting my ass kicked in football is that if I work hard, I can be successful. I spent a ton of hours in the gym. I paid attention to my diet, my fitness, um, trained hard, and I ended up being successful with, my, with football at that time um, because I grew and then I filled out and then I got strong and I worked really hard. So this identity is like, I'm this guy that works really hard and this big frame has served me well. Started off not very popular as a freshman, skinny, got beat up on the football field. And then senior year, I was like, hey, I was, I was a team captain on the football team. I had a lot of friends. I had, um, my social life was great. I was able to attract the, the girls that I was interested in. And it wasn't like, uh, you know, a geeky guy that couldn't get a date if his life depended on it. So this is transition. It's like, hey, this tall, skinny part of me wasn't getting the, the social part that I wanted. I wasn't being um, accepted. I didn't feel like I belonged. And I created this big identity. And I became this identity of being a football player and a lineman. So around that, I, I, you know, I had a group of friends that were big and strong and 
and uh, football players and, and all the things that go with being kind of like the, the jock of the school or like the, the meathead or the heavy people. That's part of what then brought me into the fire service because there's a lot of people in the fire service that have that same temperament. They're big, they're strong, they like to work out and they face challenging circumstances and hopefully are successful at those more than they're not. So that identity served me in those areas, but as I age and grow older, that identity, there's being a, a, um, a football player that can run an Ironman is a pretty rare, or a lineman that runs a, a, a Ironman is kind of a rare thing. Or if I go to run this 100 miles and my strategy is to bulk up, it's really not gonna serve me well because no matter how big my, my biceps are or how much I bench press, it's not gonna serve me in getting that 100 mile run. So who are you? And I'll pose that question to you now is that who in the area of fitness, who is it that you currently are? There's some, there's some stigmas that exist in the fire service is I briefly mentioned it before, but some things to consider is that, do you believe that in, in order to do well as a first responder, you have to get by with only a couple hours of sleep? Do you feel like you have to be a, a certain, do you have to be tough? Do you have to not show emotion? Do you have to, um, you know, maybe eat certain types of food? Do you feel like you have to drink beer on the weekends or on your days off? Do you feel, um, you know, what, what is it that your identity is currently? And is that currently serving your best self? So the, a key part of this that we always talk about is you have to be, you have to be real with where you are and you have to be relevant. So real, raw, relevant results is the code that comes from the Warrior Book, um, a program by Garrett White. But be real, get raw, stay relevant, and focus on your results. So all of this, the whole context of this conversation needs to have a focus. So if you don't have a goal, I would encourage you to pause this and write down a goal. Because if you don't have a goal, your identity can just be whatever your identity is. But if you have a goal, you can see if your identity is serving that goal, if it's serving your purpose, or if it might be getting in the way of that. So who, who are you is part of this. So who are you currently? And then who must you become to pull this off? So it kind of exposes this gap when you look at this who question. So who are you currently? And when you say that, you need to look at the facts. So for me, looking at running this race, um, who am I currently? is that when I started this training, I weighed, I still weighed about 250 pounds, six foot four, 250 pounds. And I think the body fat in my last physical was like 20%. So I was kind of, I was still pretty good shape, but I was, I was carrying more weight than, than it's going to be helpful for this race. And, um, I wasn't paying it all that much attention to my sleep. My diet was kind of lazy. I mean, I was still kind of, I was still fairly health oriented, but my diet was it had a lot of wiggle room in it. So my diet wasn't that great. And then I look at who do I need to become? And the specifics piece for me, my target weight going into this weight is 225 pounds. My body fat is to be 15% or less. My goal is to be able to run a marathon in less than five hours. I'm not sure if I'm going to pull that off. Um, and I want to complete this book. So I've got these four measurable pieces of this goal. As I mentioned before, it's not about the goal. It's who you become in the process. So the whole point of this goal is just to inspire me to hit these benchmarks is that if I can be inspired to hit these benchmarks, then I will um, 
whether or not I finish this race, the person I was when I started this training has grown tremendously in the process of preparing for the race. So who are you and who must you become? So in order to pull this off, I must become lean. I must become healthy. I must become um, strong. Okay, so the first question again is, who are you? And then you also want to say, who must you become? So the who is the first question. Now, these questions are going to reveal the beliefs that you have. The beliefs are in stories. So the best way to apply this is to come up with a story that explains who it is that you are. So for me, I'm the, I'm the, the football lineman that was able to overcome a 100-mile run or um, the football firefighter lineman that was able to uh, condition himself to take on a hundred mile run. Um, you know, whatever it is, maybe there's a mentor, maybe there's some identity that you can, you can work into to pull it off. And then if you end up having a story that goes with it. So you think about these questions, who, why, and what, and if you look at like your, if you look at the organization that you work for, they should have a mission and a vision and values and a lot of, and, um, like a strategic plan. But if you look at that, that, that should, if it's done well, it's going to help to identify what the identity of that organization is. So one of the common ones here in Arizona is that Phoenix fire back when chief Alan Brunacini was, was the chief there. They had, they got a lot of public attention for their focus on customer service and a lot of things they did in the fire service uh, to progress it. And their mission statement was prevent harm, survive and be nice prevent harm survive be nice it was short it was simple it was to the point but it helped to just by that mission statement it directed towards who are they um why it is that they're there and what it um what it is that they do so who why and what prevent harm survive and be nice all those questions can be summed up in some way by that mission statement so the next one, so the first one is who. Um, and if you're getting ready for an oral board for your test, make sure you have a, an identity that's going to be congruent with that next level that you're testing for. If you're testing to be a company officer, you need to have an identity as a leader in that role. So whether it's leading in sports as a coach or leading at home as a parent or leading in the organization as um, taking on projects or leading in the union or whatever it is, make sure that you you have a good story and a good answer to the question who you are. Also who you must become. Next question is why does it matter? So the why is a very important question in terms of your drive, your motivation, your purpose, your calling, and what it is that drives your behavior. It's gotten to be a common saying is that you have to know your why, start with why, understand the why. It's a little bit difficult from my experience it, to find out exactly uh, like a real good question to that. Sometimes it takes some soul searching. In the promotion playbook, I offer a, a tool to kind of write out and dig in to find out what your purpose could be. And if you go through that in strategy number five, it can help to identify your purpose. An emotional purpose is going to be the best is, is you take a mix of painful experiences and positive experience you blend it together so you have this, this inspirational reason why it is that you are going for your goal. 
So in the area of fitness, for me, um, you know, taking on this run is that this run is not just about me being able to run because I don't really even like running that much. I've done the marathons in the past to complete a, an Ironman, but long runs kind of, they kind of suck. I've come to enjoy trail running. I love getting out in nature. I love taking on challenges, but my why behind doing uh, this race is because I want to be an example to my kids, to my family, to my brothers and sisters in the fire service is that as you get older, your health does not have to suffer. It really triggers me when somebody gets in their forties and they say, oh man, wait until you get in your forties. All your health starts going downhill. They say that while they're drinking a beer and eating an unhealthy meal and not taking care of their health appropriately. Maybe they're taking a bunch of uh, medications to offset the symptoms of poor lifestyle choices. And so for me, my why is to leave, live and to lead an optimum lifestyle to promote the best health and wellness of myself and my family and my friends. So that could be refined a little bit, but you, you need to have a why that drives you and working on that can take a lot of work and it needs to be rehearsed, but your why needs to stand for something other than yourself. Again, if you go to the promotion playbook, strategy number five talks about how to look at your faith, your family, your finance, and your fitness. Look at these four areas of life and then how can you leverage the power of pain and the power of pleasure and blend these together and then look at these four dimensions of life so that you have a strong drive and a purpose and a reason behind your outcome. If it's fitness, you need to be motivated because good fitness is going to take discipline and probably a lot of work. But if you have this identity that, that fitness can be enjoyable and fun and a great process, then you're not going to get stuck. It's not going to be a chore for you. So who are you? So the part of the who is who are you and where you want to go next is the why, why does this matter to you? And again, if you can frame this question into a story so, so that when you answer it, you have a story that drives it. I've lost family and friends to, to heart disease and to cancer. And if I could give you a, a number of stories as to why I feel it's absolutely a must that I figure out how to optimize the time that I have on earth and how to optimize my energy so that I can minimize my risk of dying early and also help to serve others to my best ability. Who are you? Why does it matter? And what have you done to prepare? So the what is that gets into your plan. You can also look at your past so that you can harness strength from your past. So I've mentioned my, um, you know, in the context of fitness, if I'm going to take on a hundred mile run, what have I done in the past? That's beneficial. Even though my position in football wasn't very helpful, my mindset of training and exercise and working out and being an athlete has helped to prepare me. So that part of being an athlete has helped to prepare me for, um, for what I'm going to, what I'm going to do. And then my plan moving forward is that I have a whole system I'll be sharing with you that has helped me to optimize my energy, my health and my fitness. And I think it's going to help you if you, if there's a big, if this will help you, I, I, I'm absolutely confident that if you listen to the next several weeks of these recordings about fitness or about promotion, if you apply it, I absolutely guarantee it's going to work. That's a big if though, because listening alone won't make a difference. Um, you need to put it into practical action and practical application. So that being said, the, the summary of this is that you have to choose an identity that's going to serve you. 
And I would encourage you to have a, an, a specific measurable outcome that you're chasing. And then you can adapt your identity based on that. Because if you don't have a focus that you're going after, then your identity is going to be what your identity is going to be. But if you start looking at your identity and how you can best cultivate the beliefs and the stories and the, the language that you use, you'll see that you're living out at, at some level. There's that quote from Shakespeare is that the world is a stage and we're all actors. So at some level, we're all playing out this identity that we think that we are. And when you start challenging some of these beliefs, you can find that there can be a good amount of freedom in terms of letting go of these beliefs and these stories and these questions that are not serving you, you can let go of the past and you can embrace a new possibility. In the Bible, Jesus says you cannot pour new wine into old wineskins. So if you're going to, uh, if you have a goal of increasing your fitness, there's probably part of you that needs to die. There's some past beliefs, there's some past stories, Maybe there's an environment that you're in that's not helpful or some friends that aren't helpful. And you're going to have to kill off certain things for new life to arise. There cannot be new life without first death of the old. So think about the identity that you're going to have to kill in order to accomplish the things moving forward. And that being said, it, this is all relevant. You have to be relevant towards a specific outcome that you're after. If I wasn't running a hundred mile race, I wouldn't care so much about my health and fitness. I mean, I, I've always cared about it. It's been a passion of mine my whole life, but if I don't have a goal, then more often than not, my mind's gonna, the lazy part of me is gonna take over on the days that I don't feel like working out or I get too busy and I'm not gonna do it. But for me, I've got this goal that is daunting and it's scary and it's intimidating. So it inspires me and it drives me. It's kind of like this metaphor of a, my goal becomes this, this, this giant tiger that chases me down every day is that I wake up and in the back of my mind is like, Hey, I'm, I've only got this much time until this race. If I don't work out today, if I choose to slack off and I don't focus on my fitness, this race is going to consume me. And that tiger is going to eat me probably won't die, but, um, it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be defeat and I'll do everything I can today to ensure my success on the day of that, of that event. So look at your identity and the takeaway. So all that being said, if all you're doing is passively listening, I would encourage you to put it into action because the repetition and the time under tension are the two things that are going to change anything for you. So repetition and time under tension. So here's the, the takeaway for today's assignment is I'd encourage you at the end of this recording, is to get a piece of paper and write out, you, could, you get a piece of paper and you could draw a line right down the middle. On the left side is who are you? Or it's on the left side is your current reality. And then on the right side of that line is who you must become for your goal. If you don't have a goal, then set a big target or a goal. Spend some time to think of that. Strategy number one in the promotion playbook gives you a, a writing assignment that will help you to decide what is a goal that you're gonna go after and to commit to that goal all in and to chase it. So if you have a goal, then one side of the paper is your current reality. The next side is who must you become in order to pull this off? So then there's three questions. So three questions is who, next is why, 
And the third one is what? So on that piece of paper, who are you and who must you become? Then why does this matter? That's going to be the same across the board. And then what have you done currently? And then what do you need to do to get there? So if you need help on what to do, you can look at strategy number um, three and four. Specifically, strategy number four is all about having a 90-day game plan to achieve your goal. Um, strategy number three is getting clarity on the prize, is you have to have clarity on your outcome, otherwise it doesn't matter. So for me, taking on a big physical challenge helps to give me the motivation and the drive to uh, pull that off. Who are you? Why does it matter? And what have you done and what will you do to prepare? Thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't got a copy of the promotion playbook, go to the promotion playbook uh, on Amazon to pick up the book. I have the promotionplaybook.com, which I'll can, depending on when you listen to this, I'll get, I'll have some programs going and I plan to do some coaching and some training because listening to this is just the first step. You're going to need more help. You're going to need accountability. You're going to need more formal support. So stay in touch. I wish you the best. And we're going to continue this series on firefighter fitness, which will probably go all the way through the month of September. And then if I'll be, I'll be presenting some frameworks and some guides and things like that throughout this series. And then we'll get back on course with specific towards promotional stuff. Thank you for listening. I wish you the best.